Laude Podcast. Hello and Kedu. Welcome back to Laudit Podcast. So today, oh, you know what? Let me get this off my chest because <laughs> on the news, I keep on seeing things about Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew keeps on speaking. Can you stop talking, please? Because the police would like to hear you too. I'm baffled. Why is it? And this is man like Piers Morgan, the reason why he just annoys me is he was going after Meghan, going after her hard for <laughs> for how many months to years? Yet, yes, maybe he's made a few comments about Prince Andrew, but he never went as hard on him, like in comparison, I mean. But okay, silly Piers, he's not even a problem. Bye. Okay. I'm talking about Prince Andrew himself, that paedophile, why is he on the news? Why is he talking? If he can talk now so well, come catch police. Police, I beg, go to Buckingham Palace because I don't understand why we have a publicly known paedophile in the ranks, yet we have people in prison for, for lesser things. <laughs> this guy's a, a common paedophile. Not even common, sorry, uncommon paedophile. I just I'm laughing because it's it's a joke it's just an a testament to to how much we we are failed here it makes no sense but hmm anywho let's continue so today what I wanted to really talk about is firstly what I mentioned in the previous episode about seaspiracy now I've been doing a lot more reading behind it when I say reading I don't mean anything intellectual but I mean I've just come across a few people's opinions a few different posts and I'm just I'm intrigued hearing other people talk about things and yes I think it's really a good thing to watch in terms of being an eye-opener and understanding what's really going on because there's so much deeper knowledge that even that that documentary obviously wouldn't have covered but it it made me think and my friend Joyce you can actually check out her page on Instagram at DIY with Joy she she sent me a post earlier today by earthrise.studio on on Instagram once again and it touched on one of the points I've been actually a few different points I've been thinking about but just to highlight highlight the main three the first being that Seaspiracy doesn't really recognise the importance of the roles of the indigenous communities. What what do they play? It doesn't it really just highlights mainly the Western world, etc. It doesn't really try to hone in on what indigenous communities do. Because yes, the Western world, sustainable fishing. I don't really know how it really can exist in what they're doing. But from these more indigenous tribes or communities, the way they actually fish in general, obviously not all, but there is a way to monitor things because they're not going with, you know, industrial equipment, industrial nets, whatever it is. So mm, 
it made me question that a bit like why didn't we go into that a bit but uh fair enough this guy he's by himself oh well him and his wife was it his wife are looking into things and I get it I get it can't go and cover everything he's probably even just surprised by how much he had uncovered another thing is the lack of diversity in the interviewees I don't even know how much to talk on that that topic but it it did make me also I, I did think that as well when I watched it but it wasn't I can't lie it wasn't at the forefront of my mind I think at the forefront was really the slavery behind it and of course, you know, the planet potentially dying, but, you know, within reason of the context of seaspiracy. And really the final point, and something I wanted to address further today, is the failure to address the nuance around veganism and the privilege of veganism. I don't think many people talk about this. Or maybe they don't talk about it enough. Because the reality is, I don't, I'm trying to think. In the Western world, veganism is a privilege. And I say that from just a common knowledge, a common sense side of things. Being that a lot of foods in supermarkets, well, the vegetables, the fresh vegetables, they're not the cheapest things. Like, they tend to be quite expensive. So if you do a shopping trip where you're trying to be really healthy, you're you're going to spend a lot more than you do, to be honest, if you're being unhealthy. And that's just a marketing thing. And, yeah, they're just trying to... They're trying to push on what, what they want us to buy, really. So it is a privilege because as in veganism itself in the western world because not enough not everyone has enough money to be buying you know a full week a full month of shopping that's that's completely healthy that's completely greens and veg etc you know what i mean so it gets it gets a bit more tricky so that that's where I see the privilege side of things. So to tell people, you know, you should cut this out completely. Who, who's speaking to those people who are, <laughs> you know, increasing the prices? How will people buy these foods if they don't have the funds? How will they feed their family if they don't have the funds to be buying a week's worth of vegan food? It, it's not cheap. I've been to Tesco. I've been, <laughs> I, I've looked down the aisles. I've questioned some prices. There are, you know, things that are cheaper, but I don't know. It's, I think it's, it's quite obvious that food shopping for a vegan would be more expensive than than a lot of unhealthy foods that you can still find in supermarkets but yeah maybe I'm wrong to an extent maybe there's just places that's better or cheaper to buy these foods but it is a privilege and yeah I don't know I think of I think of that and 
it it's something that needs to be sorted in in sense of supermarket side of things. Why is it so expensive? Why don't you want us to be healthy? Why why is it all against all against healthy healthy living, healthy lifestyle? But on that note, I also do think that and this is just a personal perspective. I do think that everything in moderation is good. Now, hear me out. So, unless you know exactly how to eat in the vegan lifestyle or vegan healthy diet, then fair enough. You're getting your nutrients. But if you're only eating a certain certain food group and mitigating others, that would be a problem to me anyway. I think a little bit of everything goes a long way. Now, I don't believe in the complete contrast of being a carnivore, in essence, and just eating meat and just, you know, living at large on, on protein. I think that could also be a problem too. But I, I do I do think about it. And I know social media plays into this a lot in terms of veganism. Like, that's how that's how a lot of word is spread out. Like, I, I don't remember as a child myself when I was growing up knowing what veganism was until, hmm, was it late primary school or in secondary school? Like, I don't think I knew what it was. I don't think I heard the word before. I knew vegetarian, but how much to an extent? Yeah, yeah, I knew about vegetarian. Yeah, I knew about that, but veganism? No, I, I found that about maybe year six or year seven, something, or maybe even later, I'm not sure. I just know it was definitely either late primary school or somewhere in my early secondary school years. So yeah, that that's probably around the ages of between 11 to 13, maybe around there is when I found out. And that, that has a lot to do with social media in terms of the way it's been been highlighted the way it's been fed to us like this is what's so good about it this is why we should be doing it etc and really pushing because it is it does have a lot of pros like of course but at the same time I I don't know because it's it's like to say that they will be living a longer life but I don't know how much truth there is to that like maybe I'm wrong once again but please hashtag loud it podcast on twitter if you have any facts about you know people living longer and being more healthy and being more being more agile etc balanced diet with veganism uh, i want to understand that a bit more because if if that's the reason why some people are i need to know what's the what's the numbers what's the facts behind this whereas other people it's more about you know animals themselves and just being kind to animals I get that but I can't I only get that to an extent because I see it as this is how the world was created meaning like every animal in the food chain has their own food group as well now I don't believe in making one of them extinct and I don't think humans do a great job because we think we have so much like everything belongs to us we have a problem there but I I don't also think that because you know there's the dumb argument and I'm gonna say it people say like oh 
um, I don't want to eat the animals. And then the other side is, oh, but you're eating the grass that they eat or you're eating the, the plants that they eat. So therefore, if we're all vegans, won't we be reducing the harvest or the stock that animals eat? And therefore, won't we have an imbalance in the food chain? There may be some truth to that. That might just be a dumb statement, but it, it's one of those things that people always say. And I, I just think that there is there is a food chain and there is reason to it have been working for how many years. So I do question like, okay, if we all became vegans tomorrow, what would happen to that food chain? Because something would. It won't remain the same, that's for sure. So animals the number of animals would increase to a stable manner. So it was increase and then stabilise because we're not going after them. But then in terms of plant life, would that would that dwindle? Would that decrease? Will it then stabilise? A lot of questions there because we're all then going to be eating, not all, but a lot of us humans and animals will be eating the same, the same, same food group. So, hmm questioning questioning but I I just question mostly it's how it's portrayed in the media so social media or the news basically or something like that documentaries etc because we all know with everything we see there's an agenda it might not be a bad agenda it might be a good thing but there is an agenda at the end of the day because why why would it be made if there wasn't a reason behind it? No one makes a, a documentary aimlessly. No one starts ranting about something really aimlessly. Okay, I might, I might sometimes. <laughs> but there's usually some reasoning behind it too. And just on the topic of social media itself, it can be so skewed. So sometimes I read things and I'm just there like, mm, is this is this really for are you really trying to help us or are you are you just saying what you want which may not have the best result is there something deeper to this could something bad come out of this basically is what i'm saying because sometimes the the hidden agenda is not a good thing so yeah i don't know i'm not sure i'm not sure but then even okay this is a slightly different but transition because i've mentioned social media Social media itself, hmm, that one, that one, that one. Social media should actually be classified as a C-class drug. A C-class drug because so much happens on there. Social media can kill someone. That's scary. That's actually scary that social media can bring someone to either taking their own life because they've read something bad about their, themselves or they're in a bad space and people are, you know, bullying them or the way we see it more with celebrities or influencers or people in the public eye, just people t- attacking them brutally. Yeah, and then it leads to people taking away their own lives. Oh, I don't know. And then the way social media also desensitises things because... For one week, we'll be posting about one thing, bam, bam, bam. And then the next day, so come the next Monday, we're not talking about it anymore. It's it's a lot. 
but yeah social media is is a drug <laughs> it should be on the drug <laughs> the drug list as C class because people find their self worth there that's a problem and people always say like oh would it be better if things didn't have you know, number of likes, number of followers, all that mashugana. I I do wonder for the average Joe or the average Stacy, <laughs> average Stacy love. Um, I don't know if the number of likes actually probably does have a really big effect on the, the average person because you'll post something and you're there waiting. Like, okay, I don't think people have it as much on Twitter. I'd like to say that. Maybe it's just me. I don't really have expectations that everything I tweet will have some kind of reception. Whereas on Instagram, if I post a picture, there are certain people in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, they're, they're going to like it because they're my friends. <laughs> but people who see it more than than just the face value of, yeah, people can like it, it's fine. Who take it more seriously, those people take it very seriously then we have a problem because yeah if they don't get as many likes as they thought they were going to get then they might take the picture down they might start questioning how they look their appearance their self-worth yeah number of likes does not equate to your (laughs) self-worth and it never has and it never will and likewise it shouldn't it really shouldn't because when you die and we're all going to die sorry if that's like a trigger for someone but that's facts. We're all going to die at some point in life. We're not going to die with our likes in our hands. Imagine, imagine you're in your coffin. You're in your coffin, rather. And you're just cradling your likes and your followers. Here lies the person who has had the maximum of 500 likes on her post or his post. And X and Y followers wow they're not going to bury us with it like let's let's be serious it's yeah it's not that deep it's really not and I guess the way we keep on hyping up it's because we hype it we're the problem it's the average people who are the problem because we're we're also the ones liking it (laughs) we're also the ones resharing things all that I don't know if there's uh, an end to this. I don't know what the solution would be because I don't think taking away social media is a solution. For the whole likes thing, that could be one. Could be. Hmm. It could be a solution. But then that would also affect the bag of these influencers because then how do they know what's getting better engagement? I'm assuming they get, you know, their stats, they look at that and they figure out, okay, this is what I need to do more. This is what my audience don't like as much. That interaction piece. Yeah, yeah. And then even with social media, you have comments as well. Sometimes I wonder, should comments be disabled? Only because people are nasty sometimes. And I don't think it happens, once again, to the average person. It, Yeah, it, it does to the average person in terms of bullying. Because any one of us can be bullied. But those in higher, on higher platforms, basically, it, it allows them to be, just to be harassed for no good reason. For literally no good reason. I happen to be watching, just on YouTube, 
scrolling as I do and I, oh, I can't remember her name but I found her daughter and her daughter's Natania Hines I've forgotten her name dang it she's also the 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 mum has also hang was hanging around with Adiola Patron recently and in the past with Patricia Bright. I actually saw her from Patricia ages ago, but her her daughter is called Natania. And she was just talking in one of her vlogs about a TikTok she posted. And it was about her braids. So I don't know if she still has them on right now, but maybe you can check out her on YouTube. And you see her her braids, they're like thick braids, right? I think they look cute. I don't know why people are doing all this, but she posts this on TikTok just showing the hair process itself. And apparently people were just going at her, going in at her, in her comments, in the comments of the TikTok, saying it doesn't even suit her. Look at how big they are. They're too big for you. They're so chunky. All this. Why? It's so unnecessary. Like, I don't understand how we've changed in the society. Like, if someone's doing something that's, you know, really disrespectful and, like, more of a hate crime or you can see outright bullying, yes, call it out, speak, 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 I'm with it. But more of, if they're just doing themselves, like, girl, she just did her hair. What was the problem? She thinks she looks cute. That's what matters. If you think she looks cute, comment. But if you don't, keep up pushing. Why are you still there? Why are you trying to bring this young girl hate? Why? For what reason? Because it doesn't it doesn't add up. At your big age, you're you're coming at this little girl. Are you mad? Right. Girl isn't even at uni yet. Ah, oh, jeez Louise. No, people people like to do too much. And I was just watching when she was talking about it. And I'm happy she was smiling and laughing about things. And yes, at the end of the day, she got her views. (laughs) People, even if you're hating on someone, actually haters tend to be the ones that interact sometimes more. You get the people who love you that interact a lot. But then you also get opposite end of the spectrum. The people that hate you who also interact a lot and watch all your things and follow you and subscribe everything. But why? Why? Also, yes. Why do why do people subscribe to people they hate? Why are you watching them? Why are you keeping up with their moves? That goes to Lipstick Alley. Lipstick Alley is an evil place. Very, very evil. I don't know when I came across that website a couple of years ago. Maybe more than a couple of years ago. I think I came across it maybe during uni. Ah, that place is just filled with witches and wizards. It's just rude. Everything. Someone can just be walking up the road and they'll just be talking left, right and centre at at the person, saying like, oh, look at her body, oh, she got this done, when sometimes they haven't. But sometimes they have. And what's your problem? They've got it done. They like it. Move on. Actually move on. But that's the problem with social media. Everyone, Everyone wants to be talking. Talking, talking, talking. Okay, okay, hurry up. Or take it to your friendship group. Take it to your group chat. Why are you harassing the person on their page? Why are you there? And then Lipstick Alley for for an avenue to be to be created just for rude gossip. Not even just like gossip's obviously bad. <laughs> but hey <laughs> I can't lie, I read it sometimes. 
I mean, I follow Shade Bummer for, yeah. So I, I, I look at stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. I look at stuff and I'm laughing. But to be honest, for certain websites to be created just for certain people in the limelight to be antagonised, they get so much hate. I always think about it, like, <laughs> give me the choice of fame or money. Give me the money every single time. I do not want to be famous. I just want to collect my paycheck and go. Let me go. Let me sit right down. That's, oh, you know what? Even in this world, the richest people, I bet you we don't even know them. Because they are staying in their own lane. They're sitting at home. Yet, the people who are still rich, very rich, but they're the ones who are a bit more louder, the ones we see more, they get all the hate. Yet the people who are really the top, top, top Donnies, we don't hear them. They're silent. (laughs) Sorry, I just remembered in my head, Oprah, (laughs) in the Meghan Markle interview, are you silent or were you silenced? (laughs) Now that was a parable. Honestly, I bet you she practiced that at home. She practiced that in the mirror, Oprah. Oprah, I'm very, I'm very left and right with her. I love her because she's a black woman doing bits. But the other side of me, I don't know. There's something that's never fully clicked. But then again, she's not my problem. She's, are we friends? Am I her mate? Yeah, let me stay in my own lane too. Um. Yeah, no, back to it, back to it, back to it. It it just, overall, social media is a problem. When it comes to veganism, when it comes to bullying people, when it comes to a lot of things. Veganism, it can be a positive too, social media, because we're getting word out there. There's a lot of things I've learnt, I have definitely learnt from, from social media about veganism. But there's a lot of things where I, I don't know if I trust the source. I think... There's a lot of reading between the lines that sometimes has to be done. And then we go we go to social media and just the aspects of bullying. That's a problem. We need to find a way to fix that because, yeah, people are, are passing away. People are dying out here. And in some cases, it could have been stopped. Definitely could have been stopped. Wow. I I realise now I've I've kind of gone on a tangent, but (laughs) hey-ho. Oh, but let let me go back to the beginning of this podcast once again. Prince Andrew, shut up. Stop talking until you go and talk to the police. Go and talk to them first, then come on TV. Actually, no, don't go to prison. (laughs) Go with Ghislaine whatever her name is, go with her, go with her, don't want to see you, we don't need pedophiles, not, not high profile ones, especially, because why are we seeing you, you, why, why are we seeing you, disgusting, okay, anyway, I should probably round up this episode, uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Neddy121, but realistically, what I want to be the, the main source of communication is the hashtag loudit_podcast on Twitter once again. And if there are any topics 
that you'd like me to talk about or anything I've spoken about during this one that you want me to delve into a bit more tell me tell me tell me and please educate me on certain parts educate me (laughs) sorry I'm just remembering different things as I speak Sharon Osbourne educate me (laughs) she's a problem and please I beg pipe down also Shazza uh okay back to it again hashtag loud it podcast hit me up there and in the future what I will be doing is having guests on but I'm going to have people on anonymous unless unless they tell me specifically that they want to be you know they want to be named because they have you know branding things that they want to talk about etc but I'm going to have people on anonymously because I feel that that's the way people are going to speak their truths without feeling this could bite them in the ass later on I really want the real tea on certain subjects but yes thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you guys next week Monday bye